You got to get your butt in the gym. You know, Steph Curry show you that. I saw him in high school. He looked like a two-year-old out there. But the boy could shoot. And so what did he do? He kept shooting. So if people think they're going to get it on the pillowcase, it's not going to happen. You can't nap your way to being a great shooter and Facebooking and all these things that teenagers do. You need to put the phones down, stop FaceTiming, stop tweeting, and get your butt in the gym. And it don't have to be an hour, two hours, 20 minutes every day. That's what Nicole does. 10 minutes after practice every day. That's it. It's no magic formula. Those little secret potions you rub on your hands. Get your butt in the gym and practice. Period. End of story. And you can shoot like that too. Hey, yo, welcome back to another episode of Put 30 on a Clock. I'm Coach Phil, and as usual, let's get right to it. What you just heard was probably one of the most relatable rants you've ever heard. Everybody who's ever put on a uniform has heard a rant like this. Every coach has given a rant like this. This is super common, and it's like when you hear it, it's funny when it's not you because you heard it before. This was from Coach Bobby Kelsey back when she was coaching at Wisconsin. This rant is like eight years old, 10 years old years old, right? And this was after a game where her Wisconsin team lost to Nebraska 75-62. And one of the players on the other team, Natalie Romeo, went eight for 14 from the from the three-point line. And it's like, okay, her frustration wasn't that she was mad at Natalie Romeo for hitting threes. I mean, she did what she was supposed to do. Her frustration was that she didn't have shooters like that on her team. And she's just trying to stress the point that you could shoot like that, too, if you put the work in. She and Later in that rant, she said, yo, you put the work in like Natalie does. You could shoot like that, too. Now, coaches all around the world are constantly running into this frustration, whether it's shooting, whether it's boxing out, passing, dribbling, whatever the skill is that they're mad that their players don't have. They run into the same thing. And it's this. Why do our players duck consistency. Why are we ducking consistency? When you're playing basketball, especially on the men's side, you understand that this is a game of giants. All right. This is a game of nimble, flexible, fast, uh, you know, uh, explosive giants. That's what this game is. So once you step onto the court, you already understand that. The difference oftentimes beyond the physical is the level of consistency. And if you said that you wanted to be great, if you said that you wanted to get to the next level, you already got used to how big and fast and strong everybody is. Now the difference between you and the next player is consistency. Everybody works hard. Everybody made it when it was time to run suicides. Everybody made it when it was time to run 17s. Everybody made it when it was time to run five miles. Everybody made it. Everybody got through the weight room. Everybody did the preseason conditioning. Every You made it, right? So you know what it is to work hard. So the difference is not that you don't know how to work hard. The difference is One player is consistent and the others are not. That is the difference once it gets to this group. So imagine consistency is a living and breathing thing. It's like an annoying neighbor that rings your doorbell and calls your name outside of your window every day at the same times. 
all the time because you said you wanted to be great. And you're like, yo, won't you come over every time when it's time to work out? Consistency is that annoying neighbor that rings your doorbell and is calling you out. Don't matter how much it's embarrassing you. It's showing up every day at the same time, ringing the doorbell crazy, almost like he lived there. And the question is, are you going to answer or not? You can't complain about the work you didn't do. You can't complain about the gains you didn't have for the work you didn't do. So the consistency is the difference. It's so easy to act like, okay, I could take today off. I could take tomorrow off. I'm better than everybody in my neighborhood. But you said you wanted to go to the next level. And at the next level, the person that you are going to be competing against, the people that you're going to be competing against, the people that you will be competing with didn't take a day off. They did not miss their workouts. They didn't make excuses. And the difference between you and one person might be a might be one month of consistent work. If you miss one, if you missed one workout every month, and I'm not telling you that you should work 24-7-365. I'm completely against that. But for the work that you scheduled, the work that you know you should be doing, if you miss one, maybe let's say two, you miss two workouts every month just due to sheer laziness or you don't feel like it or you're sore, whatever the excuse is. If you miss two workouts every month over the course of 12 months, that's 24 workouts that you missed. And if somebody else is 24 workouts better than you, you know how big of a difference that is if you're the kind of person who puts in work every day. If you work out every day and somebody is 24 workouts better than you, if y'all was going at the same exact rate, working on the same exact skills, doing the same exact, y'all have the same exact approach to the game. Y'all see things the same. You got the same trainer. If you're working on the same things, if somebody is 24 workouts better than you, they are clearly better than you. It's not even a debate. So now it's no longer a matter of what am I working on? What do I need to get better at? Now it's gotten so serious because you said that you wanted to play at the highest level that you possibly could. It's gotten so serious that now you're competing against somebody who's 24 workouts better than you this year. And then year number two, they're 48 workouts better than you. And then year number three, they're 72 workouts better than you. And by the time you guys are seniors, they're 96 workouts better than you. That is night and day. But this won't make sense unless you already put work in. If you just kind of like a casual, then this really don't make sense. But if you hoop every day and you you put in this kind of work every day, you can see how significant it is to miss two workouts a day and to miss two workouts a month. And to find out in four years that you're going to be competing against somebody who's 96 workouts better than you just because they didn't skip a day. Not because they added more workouts, not because they woke up earlier, not because they work out harder. They just didn't miss the work that they were supposed to do. So when you duck consistency over time, the gap between you and your competition grows greater and greater and greater, but in the wrong way. They're getting further and further ahead of you simply because you didn't do your work. We're not talking about extra work. You just didn't do your work. Now, remove the competition. How would you feel in your senior year? Let's say you don't have many offers. 
Going into your senior year, you probably have two or three offers. What kind of regret would you feel in your soul when you go out to compete and you're 72, 76, 80 workouts short of where you're supposed to be? Maybe that shot at the end of the game would have gone in if you didn't miss those 80 workouts over the course of three and a half years, three and a quarter years. Maybe you don't turn the ball over at half court. Maybe you don't turn the ball over in that ISO situation if you don't miss those 80 workouts over the course of three years. This doesn't make sense if you're constantly focused on today. But if you have a goal to make it from point A to point B, then skipping two workouts this month, that turns into 80. That turns into 96. That turns into 78. I'm sorry, after 70 extra workouts, forget 70, after 10 workouts of focusing on the same things, I see a difference in the work that I do. And I'm not even competing. I coach, I train now. After 10 workouts, I see a difference in the people that I work with. Over the course of three to four years, 80 workouts is the difference between somebody whose name you know and someone who's going to graduate and go do something else. So your coaches are constantly on your head because when you duck consistency, you are literally killing your own potential. You are literally killing your own potential. You don't even give yourself a chance to see how good you possibly could be simply because you don't feel like it today. Let me tell you something. This world does not go round based on what people feel like doing. This world goes round based on what needs to be done. So if you don't feel like doing it, if you don't want to do it, one, you can't complain about the fruit that you that you reap. You can't complain about the results you get because this is matching the work you put in. That's number one. Number two, you should question whether or not this is something that you want to do. You got to love this because to get to where you want to go, you're playing against people that truly love this and you're playing against people who truly believe this is their only way out. You are playing against desperate people who know that they can't get a college scholarship unless it's through basketball or through some other sport. You're playing against people who see you as a roadblock to the only way they can provide for their families in the future. So, there ain't no shortcut to success. We know that. There's no easy way out. But you have to understand how serious it is to duck consistency because we know that you're going to work hard. We make you work hard when we see you. We know that you know what that is, what that looks like, what that feels like. We know. But can you be consistent when we're not around because we can't make you great? I don't care what anybody says. There is no coach. There is no trainer. There is no parent. There is no authority. There is no guru. There is no one who can make you great. You have to bring greatness to what you do. We might have instruction. We might have guidance. We could look out for you, tell you what to stay away from, but none of us can make you great. 
You have to bring greatness to what you do, and then that greatness will blossom over time. No one can make you great. So I'm telling you right now, and for the last time, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna be the dead horse. Consistency. You cannot duck consistency. If you do, you will literally murder your own potential. And there's nothing worse than that regret deep in the pit of your stomach where you're like, man. I could have been way, I could have been much more. As an older person, I can go to the park and I can spot these people. I've gone to the parks. I've spoken to these people. I've gone to the gyms. I've spoken to these people. And I'm telling you, that's not what you want. This is Coach Phil. I appreciate you spending this time tuning in. Share this with somebody you know because you know somebody who needs this. You could have been anywhere else in the world. But you're here with me and I appreciate that. I'll holler at y'all next time.